Hello, everyone. Welcome to Free Reverie, hosted by your one and only Jujubee. If you haven't noticed, that's me. This is a podcast talking about anything and everything. Make sure to follow me on my social media, Snapchat, JBSU, Instagram, JBSU18, and Twitter, at Perfect Flute. Now let's get talking. Symphony. Welcome to another podcast of Free Reverie. We have a unique sort of uh, interview this time. Um, A lot of the music that we've been listening to lately has been country, one genre, has been just rock, one genre. Um, This one actually combines several genres, and I love that about um, this particular musician. And so you can go ahead and introduce yourself if you like. Yes, my name is Brady Novotny. Well, welcome to my show. And so tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, thank you for having me on. No problem. Um, And I am a guitar player from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I lived here my whole life and um, just, uh, you know, recently decided to go down and release my first debut album. And um, it's been a lot of fun and been doing a lot of things with it. But um, other than that... um, I do a lot of things around here. I, uh, I, my, my wife's a travel agent, um, so she owns her own travel business. So we, we travel a lot. Uh, yeah, it's kind of fun. And, <laughs> and um, you know, during the day, I am a, a counselor. Um, uh, so I, I keep myself pretty busy um, as far as uh, things to do, that's for sure. <laughs> Okay, all right. So everyone knows that music sort of inspires people. Um, More or less, not sort of, it does. It um, can heal. It can, um, obviously, like I just said, inspire. Um, It could create so much out there in the world. So for you, what inspired you with music? Um, You know, uh, I guess because I am by nature an introverted person, so I, I tend to feel a lot of things and music uh has always touched my my heart and soul since a very early age Mm -hmm. and i would oftentimes just lock myself in my bedroom and and play music for hours on end and even when i go on walks or runs you know i'm always listening to music so it's sort of very uh cathartic for me you know and 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 just sort of heals my soul uh, distresses me so it's just been a a great uh, friend I guess along my life <laughs> right right so you say you played a lot of music so um, mm-hmm. did you teach yourself or did you have someone teach you um, I started playing the guitar at the age of 11 and okay. yeah <laughs> um, and I've, I I took lessons you know uh, most of my teenage life I guess and um you know, after I got off into college and stuff, you know, I I, um, I would just take lessons from certain people here and there, maybe one lesson here, one lesson there, um, just to keep up with things. But, um, but yeah, I love studying guitar and I love studying music. I love to read music. Uh, you know, it's it just, uh, it just a language that really uh, speaks to me. 
Okay, all right. So mm -hmm. what music did you mainly, like, what genre of music did you mainly listen to growing up? Well, I think growing up, it was mainly rock. Um, you okay, know, what's I, your yeah, favorite yeah. band? <laughs> well, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> I I have a lot, I guess. Um, I th would have to say, you know, oh, boy, um, probably all the, a lot of the, the 80s rock, I think, mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm very interested in, you know, Van Halen and uh, Ozzy and uh, the best yeah. decade of rock, to be right? Yeah, the 80s was just like the 90s was the best of hip hop, right? Um, so I, the 80s rock was awesome. Guns N' Roses is my favorite, band okay, by far. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember when they came out, and that was uh, I think 85 or something like that, but <laughs> it's 87, or I'm not sure, but it was around the, the 80s, but um, he wasn't born but, yet. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, yeah, I, yeah, rock was the main thing, but I actually also, uh, started learning, uh, at an early age classical music. So I really, um, fell in love with, um, you know, the, the sounds of classical instruments and classical guitar. And, you know, it was just so much passion in that music. Okay. All right. So you mix a little flamenco and jazz. So what yes. do you see in that, those type of genres? Like what? What draws your attention to those? Sure. Well, jazz is more of, uh, for me, more of the, um, I guess, you know, the musical geek in me, uh, you know, because it's it's very uh, challenging to play and, and, and a lot of uh, just the way the chords are and the scales and all that stuff. So right. I think as, as a musician, I, I, I enjoyed the challenge. But flamenco, I mean... I think if you turn on any flamenco music or whatever, you, you're automatically drawn in. It, it, it's it's just uh, passion with a capital P. I mean, it, it's just it's just very passionate. Um, you know, uh, some would say it's sexy. Some would say you know it's just very romantic. Uh, there's just something about the chord structure and the way they play it that's just uh, touches your heart. Right, right, and yeah. I, I hear that a lot in some of the music that I have received. Um, there was one that I really enjoyed and it was the, oh, let me see if I pronounce it, Carabella or is it Carabella? Yeah, Carabella. Carabella. Yes. Um, okay. So it's my... very sexy sounding. Mm. Um, it sounds just like, um, um, what, what's it called? Um, when someone's outside your window playing. Oh, uh, what's that right, word called? Serenade. Yes. Yes. It sounds like someone's serenading someone. So yeah, it's very sexy and it's just like really romantic at the same time. And so in my head, I can picture just two people fighting the the passion that they have with one another and showing it through dance. It's like, that's what I see in the mm -hmm. song. And so I, you putting that together, and I, I believe it mixes up a couple other genres as well. Like I said, I've, I've listened to several other songs, and mm -hmm. you, you mix the genres very well, and it's just very unique. Well, thank you. And I, I'm very intrigued by like you combining all of them so how are you able to do that well uh, that's a that's a that's a good question um, <laughs> um when i set it out set out to do this project uh, um, i remember i was like what am i going to do what am i going to sound like what am i and i just you know i just wanted it to, to play music that i would always love and that was taking my two greatest passions and that's you know flamenco and rock and, and, and colliding them together. That's why it's called Passions Collide. Um, but Carabella, I mean, uh, just that song, um, when I wrote that, 
um, I had the the views of Venice and and because I traveled over there a couple years ago, and um, that was a big inspiration for that. Just seeing, you know, all the all the couples out on the the sidewalk and the cafes and all that stuff. I mean, it was just really cool and romantic. But um, Carabella means my my beautiful or, or beautiful face or my dear beautiful. Or, um, so originally I started to write it for my wife, but um, I kind of turned into more of um, uh, just a, a song where it's about, like you said, flirtation. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of the, the melody lines are very flirtatious and that and um so it's actually about trying to win the girl over you know so yeah it's it's about trying to be flirtatious and then the electric guitar is about being you know the testosterone you know and then um and then it kind of goes back and forth between all that so so yeah that's where yeah that's where i got the inspiration from (laughs) okay and i I noticed in a lot of the songs as well um a lot of them don't have words and i see that um I see the the intention behind him because a lot of music actually tells a story mm-hmm. without words being needed, and so I, I love that um, you do have certain songs that you know there are no words at all. It's just you can interpret it however you you wish to interpret it. And um, mm-hmm. one of my favorite songs is Soul Harmony. Um, mm-hmm. and I think it's just because it starts off one way and then it's completely different the next. Um, and then Redemption's Cry, I actually liked the song, and then when I knew that your wife sang it, I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, you know, I'm just like, <laughs> you know, like, you guys are just like one of those couples that everyone should hate, right? Because you guys are perfect. Because, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, you guys have these other jobs and stuff that I'm finding out now, you know, you guys do have other jobs, um, so it's not like you're just focusing on, um... Do you consider this a hobby or do you consider this like a job? Um, it's definitely, um, I've been in, we've both been in music our whole life. Okay. Um, and, uh, we, we definitely do it as, uh, as a pat, well, I'll say as a passion and, and I guess you can say it as a career. Um, but it's also, you know, uh, I think nowadays with how the record industry is and everything like that, you, you kind of have to. You know, if you want to do things right, you have to have the money and, um, you know, to do a production and everything. If you constantly just rely on your music to make money all the time, it, it, sometimes that can be difficult. So, um, you know, through yeah, and I wasn't always a therapist, you know, actually, I just right. did that. It's only been doing that for like, you know, like seven years. Um, still a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it was it, it really helped, you know, broaden my scope of life. And, and I've heard actually a lot of other musicians doing this. You know, Brian May from Queen. I mean, he's he's an astrophysicist, uh, you know, uh, uh, Lindsay Sterling, you know, she 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 graduated. She did something, too, as well. She went back to school and got her degree. Because and, you don't uh, want to focus just on one thing because you don't want to get burned out. Right. And what happens if you do? <laughs> right. Yeah, like yeah, what if people get burned out, it really shows. Yeah. It really shows like through their music. If they were just like, okay, this isn't the way it used to be. So we're done with you type thing. Right. Um, right. So it's good to like mix it up a little bit. So she sings this song. Um, she's also a travel agent. Mm-hmm. Um, so did she, like, how did you guys meet? Did she, was she going to the same school, like the college as well as, 
the same one as you. Um, mm-hmm. Was she taken? Oh, she she was. You guys met at Berkeley. Oh no, um, we actually met um, uh, around here. There's a there's a very large church. I guess I call it like a mega church over here. Um, and we actually were playing at church together, um, and we kind of met in that way. And so we would, you know, whenever we were on that weekend or whatever, we, we would be playing together. And um, so we kind of just kind of, I guess, fell for each other <laughs> during that time. Well, that's so yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah. It was a nice place. At least it wasn't a bar or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. It, you know, when you find somebody at church, you hope it's going to work out all right. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because people are one way in church and then another the next. You know, you know, right. Yeah, com- I completely agree. <laughs> Um, so I'm glad it worked out for you both. She has a beautiful voice. Um, oh, I m- more or less hear a a rock sort of sort of um, feel in her voice. So does she <laughs> like rock as much as you do? <laughs> well, um, I kind of pulled it out of her uh, oh. when I was making everything. She, she's more of a um, she was classically trained, oh. um, and so she went to school for music as well. So she she got trained real class you know in the classical stuff, and she came from the more the pop world, um, okay. even more the diva type, uh, Celine Dion that type of thing, <laughs> but also likes the Amy Lee you know from Evanescence and stuff like that. So yeah. Uh, oh, so, I can hear that. Okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So Evanescence. Yeah. Yeah. So so now that we you know we, we did this and we're like okay well when we talked about it, it's like well i kind of want you to sound like this and so we we found the right groove and and it seemed to work so we're, we're definitely happy <laughs> so i do mention that she does sing in redemption's cry so um mm-hmm. what is the song about do you want to tell our audience what the song is really about sure uh actually when i when i wrote the song um there was a time i guess it was about a year year and a half ago um thinking where it was now but there was a lot of natural disasters happening i mean there was like a natural disaster happening almost like two in a week or every other week and and there was was coupled with some school shootings and all kinds of stuff um it was when california was on you know had all those fires and and it it was so much going on in the world it was felt like very chaotic Mm -hmm. and um and and from our religious background, you know, we, you know, with redemption, just, uh, you know, there is hope in the world. There is hope, you know, and, and through redemption and through, you know, what we believe in God and everything that, um, you know, that we don't have to lose our hope and then know that there's something else. So that's, the you know, a reminder that there's, um, there's a redeeming factor in, in God and in Christ. So that's what that song's about. <laughs> That's quite beautiful. Um, I, you know, as I was hearing the song the first time, I wasn't actually reading the words. Um, Michael, uh, manager, he did send me um, the the lyrics, and I can see that now. Um, mm-hmm. Before, I just was more or less thinking it was just, um, you know, some someone doing something wrong, and you're just like, I'm here for you, but you're not seeing me type thing. So that's what mm-hmm. I was thinking it was. Um, hmm. so now I can see where you're coming from, um, especially sure. when it says to bleed on your history. So, um, it's, mm-hmm. it's quite beautiful. So if you guys out yeah. there want to listen to it, it's Redemption's Cry. Um, mm-hmm. so just go ahead yeah. and listen to that. Yeah. It, yeah. Is it on your, um, Passions Collide album or did he take this 
sample from another um, CD that you've created? No, it's on the album. That's okay. correct. All yes. right, so Passions Collide, which is a, another good song, you guys, okay? Um, so I, I really, like I said, I really enjoyed um, a lot of your songs, to be oh, honest. thank you. Especially the classical prelude, because we don't hear enough of the classical um, music anymore. And mm. I did take a um, classical theory class oh, wow. in cool. um, college, because I, I truly, when I got out of high school, I truly wanted to be... Um, and musician. I wanted to be oh, in, an, in an orchestra, a traveling orchestra, uh, uh -huh. to be uh, quite honest. But then when I went into this theory class, I learned very quickly that I wasn't taught enough about how uh -huh. to do some certain things or to read the music like it should. And so with the lack of knowledge that um, I gained through high school, because high school to me, music class was just fun. We didn't really get into reading music in a serious way so mm -hmm. i think maybe if it was taken that way it would have been different for me later on but then in college to me the way that i, I was in band it was just like i wouldn't have a life anymore yeah oh yeah and so yeah, yeah you guys in college yeah. they take it so seriously like they do you're, you're yeah. going through classes during the day and then you have to join clubs that at night um, and so a lot of them are required. They're not even, yeah. as, you know, have a say-so in it in the matter. Um, but yeah. this particular theory class, I learned about Ella Fitzgerald and um, Miles mm -hmm. Davis, like the history behind it. And I fell in love with more of the classical thing, um, the cl classical thing, the classical music um, genre during that time. And so I started listening to it more and feeling the I, – I didn't quite feel the way – the artist wanted to portray the music, I felt completely different. I felt like it could have been um, collaborated with a different genre. So mm -hmm. for me, I'm I'm quite excited that you took the ability, you know, that sort of um, opportunity to sure. create music uh, from different genres. And so yeah. the classical prelude, it, it, I could see a change. Let's just say a change in like a historic, historical i don't know i don't know what yeah. I'm saying at this point. um i no. can just pull in whatever um and no, there. I, yeah uh, people um i have other people who said that they you know they said oh well that's like old old um renaissance type yeah. sound and everything and i i just you know it just kind of is what i always played and i was like i always enjoyed that so mm -hmm. um it's, it's you know even that redemption's cry somebody said it was like sounded like a medieval sonnet or something it does. like that yes. it does but it sounds it sounds like something that you're like pushed into this different world like yeah <laughs> you're you're really listening to the words that she's singing and it, it's even you guys it's even worse when you're reading the the words because then you're like you're you're suckered into it again and it's just like in another world and it's just like it's so amazing um, that's cool. and then, you know i was reading a little bit more about you know the music and stuff and um they said a little bit that um it says you set out to do an instrumental project that would have your listeners singing the haunting melodies so yes. what does that mean like the haunting aspect what does that mean well, for me, um, uh, you know, uh, I guess it's just, the, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's something that just, you know, that, you know, it's there 
but you just can't put your finger on it. And um, like, there's certain songs that on the CD that, that people have commented on, you know, through whatever other interviews and stuff like that. They're saying, you know, I I don't know why I I like this melody. You know, what is it about this melody? Why is this melody so so captivating? And I was like, I I don't know. Um, I just this is what <laughs> I write. <laughs> <laughs> I you know. But it's what I wanted to hear. It's like what, you know, if I wanted to listen to something and I wanted to create a feel. And to be honest, a lot of the music um, on the on the album has um, a very flamenco uh, chord progression. Yes. So um, so when, you know, you hear that, and it's called a Phrygian type of sound. So when you hear this Phrygian mode, um, it automatically draws you into this, you know, Renaissance, medieval, um, gypsy type, type sound. And, um, that's what I always loved, you know, no matter what, my, my ear always went to that, you know, and, um, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't even think there's a major key on the album. I mean, so, um, so it's all sort of that, 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 um, you know, minor, you know, Phrygian sound. So that's something that I've always loved. So have you ever considered um, like an Indian sound then, kind of taking an Indian mm -hmm. approach? Because, you know, the music sure. that you hear um, with Indian music, it's it's quite um, different. And I think that that would work in your favor as well as like um, uh, India music right. and mm -hmm. um, Chinese music. I feel like you can actually put those into play as well. Have you ever considered doing that? Yeah, like a sitar or something like mm -hmm. that. I mean, um, or some flutes or something like that. Um, I actually played the flute. <laughs> oh, did? okay. Oh, cool. Uh, you know, so yeah, I, um, yeah, it has a lot of the same scale tones um, that the flamenco has. So, um, um, so yeah, I, I, I just haven't um, gotten there yet, but um, I, I definitely like. I also like the Italian sound too. You know. Mm -hmm that Italian guitar and all that stuff. So, um, so yeah, I, I don't know what it is about Europe. I mean, I live in Pittsburgh. So. Right. I think it's just because it's a different culture. So with yeah. that being said, do you submerse yourself in a different culture in order to be inspired? Um, actually I did a, I did a, a pretty big paper on the Indian culture. Um, so I, cause I knew one guy and he took me around and, to his community and it was pretty it was it was crazy you know i mean it was just really neat you know um he was very friendly and very you know wanted me to sh show me everything that they do and everything so that was cool but um but even their music um and when i went over to italy and and you know hearing their music and and just it, it, it's just i you know i i try to listen to it you know as much as i can it's it is hard mm -hmm. you know I, I have to i have to go on youtube you know <laughs> just like you know everybody else but because uh, um, around Pittsburgh there's a lot of Pittsburgh blues and and the blues is fine you know I'm, I'm just not a big blues person right. uh, so um, so it's kind of hard there is a little flamenco culture you know around here so um, when they play or the bands that play and you know, I, I definitely go check them out um, but uh, you know I probably should go to Southern California because that's probably more where it happens. <laughs> so. Well, maybe each week you should dedicate it to a different culture, like create right. a CD and yeah. have only that be played the entire right. week <laughs> and then see what you can draw from, there. The, uh, uh, from like two weeks from now. Like you listen right. to that for a week, you listen to another one for a week, 
can you combine those two into something else that's beautiful? <laughs> well, I do love the uh, Irish. You know, there you uh, go. Yeah, I mean, I do love that and the Celtic and stuff like that. So, well, I would, I think that more or less the bagpipes um, would probably be more in your favor than like the, um, I don't want to say giddy up, but more of like yeah. upbeat stuff. Yeah, um, I think more of the bagpipe with a flamenco uh, feel might be quite interesting as well. Um, yes. You're obviously more inspired by the flamenco aspect, and I think because it's probably a, a a lost art half the time like you only listen i personally only listen to it when you know um so you think you could dance comes on right mm-hmm. and <laughs> mm-hmm. as sad yeah. as that is i think that's the only time people will actually hear it is when it's right. being played like by a celebrity right okay it's like mm-hmm. oh well you've got a minute and a half and that's it that's mm-hmm. the last time you hear it unless it's like a video that is viral um, yeah and so i think you're really trying to bring in the lost art aspect in your music and so i i quite enjoy it for that reason like when i first got it um when michael sent me all this all your guys's um because he sent he sends me quite a bit of music musician sure, sure. Um, pieces and so when i started listening to it, i was like oh he's different i was like oh <laughs> you know because i i listened to one genre after one genre and i'm not saying anything bad about it at right, all no. i appreciate nice. every musician that i'm i am um having conversations with what I'm saying is I was like, yes, you're different because you mixed rock. I was hearing the rock. I was hearing the flamenco. I was hearing, you know, um, yeah. mm-hmm. the jazz and all this other stuff. So for me, I was like, finally something a little bit different because different. I didn't want a consecutive country um, back to back to back to back. Right, um, right. I mean, sure, everyone's sure. music is different, but I like mixing it up a bit and you're going to make this episode awesome so uh, thank, thank you. you so much, so much. <laughs> yeah when I, I was taking a marketing class they they said you know make sure that you know you have uh as they call a niche or a niche you know and and to kind of like you know you have to you have to be different. I mean, there's so much music out there now on Spotify and everywhere else, YouTube and everything like that. And if I, if I was just a pop artist, you know, I, I, you just get, you know, you have to, I don't know what you have to do, to, you know, but if you have something different and I always love that nylon string sound that, and I'm surprised maybe because I always listen to it. I'm just surprised. I thought everybody listened to it, but I was like, right. everybody's like, I never heard, I haven't heard that guitar in like forever. So yeah, I, I um, you know, I don't know. I really, I'm glad. I'm glad people are liking it. (laughs) (laughs) So have you um, ever been more or less into Santana when they, you know, they were playing um, their music band, Santana? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Carlos Santana. I mean, yeah, sure. Um, I I mean, I listened to them. You know, I wasn't around when he was, you know, in his heyday. But um, then when he reemerged, emerged you know, with a singer from Matchbox 20, I believe, and, and all that stuff. And he did that album and had a compilation of all different singers and all that stuff. I mean, that, that was great, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he he, he he sort of combined Latin and blues. But, um, uh, you know, so I mine's a little bit, I think mine's a little bit more heavier on the traditional flamenco side, you know. Considering I'm Irish, I don't know why I like flamenco. <laughs> so, have you ever considered doing a blues one, a blues version um, that didn't have any flamenco in it at all? Right, right. It's just like a a blues rock type. Right. Um. Uh. You know, I'm just. 
I can do it, but um, it's probably there's Overdone. a lot of people. Well, maybe, and it's just you know not something that's really really passionate in me. Like I could do it just to do it, but it's not like oh man, that's that's what I want to do. I'm always gonna turn to that nylon string guitar, you know. Right. Uh, it's just what I what I guess I grew up playing and. And, so maybe and... it's time to kind of expand your mind a little bit, like like taking um, the flutes and stuff from other cultures. Because I remember mm -hmm. um, in middle school, well, I think it was more or less high school, um, there was this group that came in and they brought the instruments into, from their country. And I loved it because oh, yeah. I, I, it was the flute. It was a, mm -hmm. a different flute that I've never seen in my entire life being played. And it was beautiful it was mm -hmm. enchanting like it was just like you were hypnotized and i oh, like yeah. that feeling when you're just like you're sitting there i mean the expression that you have is just in awe mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah i um that I'm, I'm like that with actually the violin i'm, I'm a closet violin yes. player so <laughs> oh, um, wow <laughs> you're a little bit so, everything now aren't you yeah. <laughs> so i mean i just love the violin and and you know paganini and oh my gosh just the heart. yeah, the heart yeah i mean I, I'm, a, I'm a strings person but uh, i mean <laughs> you know with a cello i mean it's just so technically sad. the harp has <laughs> strings Technically. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> technically, um, but that's why I loved going to symphonies because mm -hmm. you heard all of the instruments. And so, I remember like telling some of my friends, "Shh, shh yeah, <laughs> you know, let me hear this. Stop talking. Stop being rude. I want to hear right. the the powerful. Um, I don't even know the word that I'm thinking of right now. Just I want them to take me away. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. take me away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, well, that's what one of the people said. They said, um, oh, you're doing an instrumental record. You think you're going to, you know, do it? I was like, well, I mean, the symphonies has sell-out places every weekend so i guess oh you're gonna do just fine i'm telling you what and then you know what if you get bigger i'm just gonna be like yeah i know him I'm that's telling right <laughs> i know him we uh -huh. talked once that's right <laughs> I'm just Absolutely. Yeah, so, um yeah i i would love to actually hear you and and concert and maybe you could be like the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Oh, that group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when they, I know it, they, they normally come out when it's like Christmas, but right. still, uh, just their music is just. It's beautiful. Yes. It's <laughs> just, oh, you get so into it. I would love to see those guys in concert for sure. And so yeah. I would love to see your music in concert for sure. And I'm sure um, I would love to see like the new music. Uh, more or less just than the ones that are constantly playing, because I'm sure Redemption's Cry is going to be overplayed at one point. For sure. <laughs> and then you're going to be like, time to move on, guys. Just oh, yeah. Move on. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, so have you ever traveled and um, was inspired by, you know, an amateur, another amateur? Let's just say, like, an amateur that um, was just, was like, like they're on their guitar and they're just playing. Mm -hmm. Oh, bit. I wouldn't. I mean, whenever I mean, when I went over overseas, you know, to like I said, I went to Italy. I mean, there was street musicians everywhere. I mean, it was just, I mean, they were just phenomenal. <laughs> so it's just beautiful to watch these people, you know, 
play the music that they play. And I mean, you can't get more authentic than that. Right. Have you you know? <laughs> having them possibly join you in a song to collaborate with them? Uh, would be awesome. <laughs> that would be yeah. a pretty cool thing to do. You could vlog it, and then that would get you noticed, too, of that you're yeah. traveling. Because there's some videos out there where, you know, a pianist and a violinist, they just came together first time meeting, and then they created uh, magic. Oh, so yeah. I think mm -hmm. that would be really cool if you did, like, a, a traveling sort of video where you and your wife went to different areas and saw these individuals and just was like, hey, do you want to... Let's, let's jam. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to jam out a little bit and just create magic? And then that would be, like... Something. Huh? Yeah, I don't want to keep saying magical, but right. it would be pretty inspiring because it would be yeah. like... You know your stuff. Right. No, it's just good. It breaks down all the language barriers, I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah, it does. And it, it might inspire you even more mm -hmm. for future songs as well. To tell oh, yeah. a story about the person that you just met and the way that you played made you mm -hmm. feel a certain way. And so, yeah, absolutely. Go. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Agree with you 100%. Right? right. Yeah. Um, so what is the classical guitar? Is that just the... What is it? Yeah. Well, it's, um, you know, uh, acoustic guitar has um, basically steel strings on it, and the classical guitar has nylon strings. So there's sort of like a, of a plastic type, you know, look to it and everything like that, but it's nylon. So um, so it, it has a, a, I'd say, a warmer sound you know, um, and that sort of that, that old Renaissance, you know, Angelic, yeah. Um, and you know, nothing, nothing against steel string. I mean, I, I, I love that too, but it, it's, a uh, um, nylon string, just, you know, whatever reason, Makes you know, you feel it, different. yeah, it just has a whole completely different feel. So, you know, it's just another instrument that, you know, just takes you to a different place. Right. So do you still have the first guitar that you've ever had? Yes, I do. I do. Yeah. Do you ever still play it or do you just keep it around for like memorabilia? Yeah. Uh, my uncle gave me my first guitar, uh, but uh, and it was a classical one. Um, it's, it's sort of unplayable right now, but uh, but it is still in my studio. So I still have it. It's just uh, it's seen better days. <laughs> so, <laughs> Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I wish I could play guitar. Um, my brother taught himself how to play. And so, you know, I have a guitar. I just don't have a whole lot of time to be learning. Um, I do have a little one. So it's just, oh, okay. it's crazy. So do you have kids? I do not. I do not. You don't? No. Are you wanting kids? Um, I think as of right now, we probably decided not to. I know we're one of those... Uh, people want to like get not like saying it's bad, yeah. but you want to experience life before you bring another one into it. Yeah, yeah. And since we're it. traveling a lot, you know, it's kind of it's kind of nice. And then we got this whole music thing going on, so we'll see what happens. Right. Take That'd one day really at a time. Cool. That'd be really cool that you bring a little one into it, though. Yeah. Especially you never know. If you're um, consistently you know, bringing them up and listening to different stuff. Like I'm constantly, my son 
Um, you know, he's he's mixed. He's a beautifully mixed boy, half mm-hmm. black, half white. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I do listen to the hip hop. I do listen mm-hmm. to that genre. But I mix it up a lot. And my son's favorite song at the moment, by far right now, is September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, cool. It does not matter what mood he's in. He'll be in that car seat. He'll nod his head. And he's a year and a half old, keep in mind. Mm-hmm. And so he's just like jamming out. And then the other day, I was just shocked because um, we were listening to the radio and Chicago mm-hmm. started playing. And it was that hard to say, what was it? Hard to say, I'm sorry. I believe that's okay, what it's yeah. mm-hmm. um, I believe that's the title. I don't want to mess yeah. it up, but I believe that it is. <laughs> Um, but it had one, that song, and then it switches towards the end, and my son was jamming out to Chicago. And I was like, oh, that is a switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so he just, he pretty much loves any song that I play. And I uh-huh. play um, also contemporary and stuff, too. And sure. it's funny, because he doesn't know what to do when that song comes on. Like, mm. anything that's slower. So he just right. nods his head. Like, are you still jamming out, or are, do you agree that this is a good song, because mommy's singing Yeah, it? what are you doing, you yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I don't know where he's going to go, but he does have, I don't know if it's bias of me to say it, but he does have natural rhythm. When he's banging on things, mm-hmm. he starts making a beat out sure. of it, and I'm just like, where are you going to go, bubby, or do you, yeah. Are you wanting to play sports or are you wanting to play music? <laughs> um, because my side of the family is very musical. Okay. Um, and his dad's side is, well, he's just his dad. Um, <laughs> his side of the family is sports related, but his dad was very much into sports. So, uh, okay. Yeah. So we don't know where he's going to be going. And yeah. so bringing a little one into the world and being able to experience different sort of um, genres and learning the history behind them is even better. And yeah. so I think that if you were to bring a little one, if you were to educate them, I feel like they would be, um, especially, I, I feel like you're going to be on top, to be honest, if you keep right. it up. And so right. for them to excel as much as you have, I think that'd be a great thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? <laughs> right. You see what happens, right? Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah pretty much. when I, I grew up, uh, my dad would always play, um, you know, he wouldn't play. He always played Michael Jackson and Earth, Wind, and Fire, and and Steely Dan. So that was my dad. <laughs> yeah, I go to Zumba and I play the Earth, Wind, and Fire, and everyone's so shocked at my son dancing. They're like, "How does he know this?" I'm like, "Cause his mama knows good that's, music." That's right. You know? uh, I do know. I do have good taste. Okay, and it's not always the pop and everything like that, but I do listen to rock. Like I said, Guns N' Roses is my favorite rock band. Um, my intro into rock, though, was Rob Zombie. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my intro sure. into that, and it was just different. It was a different sound, and Living Dead Girl is my favorite by him. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sure. <laughs> I remember sure. being the odd one at uh, in middle school. You know, everyone gets to go up to the DJ and put a request in. Right. And I was the oddball putting That's right. Dead yeah. Girl <laughs> by Rob Zombie. You know, everyone was dancing prior to that song playing. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm in the corner going, I, that was a mistake. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I remember, I remember a lot of zombie. I mean, his guitar players, I think John five and uh, he's pretty big in the guitar community. So, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to kind of, you know, ask you some 
fun questions, okay? Sure. So tell me about a mistake you made and if you and uh, what you would want to change about that. A mistake I made. Meaning in just anything? Yeah, in anything. Um ooh, um jeez. I know. <laughs> I, I make people think but it, right. you know, no pressure, no pressure. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> You're like, yeah. sure, 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 sure. He's, he's stalling. He's, he's stalling. stalling. Um, yeah, I, I wow. Um, going through my history of, of uh, things that I mis- had a mistake on. <laughs> um, um, you know, I, I guess, you know, one of the mistakes I uh, early on is that I – you know, I, I didn't really believe in myself, you know, uh, a lot. I, you know, it was, it was struggled with uh, self-esteem and, and, and always answering for people and, and always sort of like, oh, they're not going to like this or they're not going to want to do this. And, and I, I probably missed out on a lot, a lot, a lot of opportunities by, by answering for people. And that was a big mistake in my life that I would do that um, rather than just giving the other person an opportunity to to say yes if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And um, so if I could go back and undo that, <laughs> I, I have no idea where I'd be, you know. Um, so I think uh, just believing in myself was, was probably, you know, not believing in myself early on was probably the biggest mistake. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, for <laughs> me, it'd be me being such a pushover as I was a kid. Um, but to be honest, I don't think I would change any mistake that's happened because Mm. I am a a stronger individual because of those mistakes. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like um, if I were to go back and change, I probably wouldn't know myself as much as I know myself now. Mm-hmm. So sure. That's, sure. That's me. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's see the next question. Um, name your five favorite foods. Five favorite foods. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be the standard uh, comfort foods. I guess that'd be pizza, hamburger. Does it have to be? It could be anything, right? Yep. Anything. <laughs> anything. Pizza, hamburgers, French fries. Uh, let's see. Um, I do like chicken. I like chicken a lot. And. Um, <laughs> And Every I time someone says chicken, I'm like, look at all those chickens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then um, I could say ice cream. <laughs> That's a food. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, we're going to count it, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've always loved ice cream. I uh, <laughs> can't eat much of it nowadays, but I you mean, just, yeah, you know, <laughs> it okay. sticks to you too much now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You can have only one of the two things. Trust or love? Um, I would go with uh, trust. Same here. Mm-hmm. I feel like trust is what builds up to the love. Correct. Aspect. I feel like if you go straight into love, then you're pretty much blinded. Yeah, and if um, interesting, you know, from my day job, that if uh, in a relationship, if someone loses trust, you know, it doesn't matter if you have love, you know. Uh, you lose trust and then you lose respect and then it's usually dead. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and then what do you think would be the hardest thing for you to give up on? 
Oh, uh, I think uh, what I'm doing now. I mean, I've, I've, you know, with this new new music uh, album, everything. You know, I've sunk in probably a lot into it, and and uh, to just say, okay, I'm done, um, would be, uh, you know, I would kick myself pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that would be the the biggest thing I could not give up on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I think the hardest thing for me right now would be giving up on being a parent because mm-hmm. there's a lot of struggles that going to, that go into being one, and so sure. giving up on the effort that it takes, you know, the patience that it takes for your child to really understand what you're saying um, is not best suited for me i am someone who just it keep i keep going and i keep going because i know my son's gonna eventually learn no means no right Um, right. no matter how many times he tests my patience oh good lord he's at that stage where he does that and i'm just so annoyed (laughs) so very annoyed sure sure (laughs) besides a dog and besides a cat which is your favorite four-legged creature and why Besides a dog and besides a cat. Oh. Um, um, how about a lion? Why? Um, it is a very majestic creature. Um, uh, and it's, uh, I don't know, maybe it's from The Lion King. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> So, the Lion King. Yeah, so uh, cheesy on us. <laughs> that's right. Well, yeah, I, you know, yeah, I'm a big Disney nerd too. So, uh, <laughs> who isn't though? <laughs> to be honest. Well, I grew up going to Disney World my whole life, so um, you know, um, yeah. There's, I, I can, yeah. <laughs> no so. pun intended. Right. Lions, okay? <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so that would be the answer. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for being part of my show. I told you it wasn't going to be too long um, because, you know, it is getting late for the both of us. Sure. Um, no, thank yeah, you for I, having me. I really do appreciate it. I'm quite honored, to be honest. And I, I'm, I hope that later in the future, if there was something that I would want to discuss, that you'd be part of it. Absolutely. Okay. So Absolutely. I will, I will post your bio and your social links in the description, as I do all my other guests. So everyone can follow you and love your music as much as I love it. Um, Because I expand on mine, and I hope everyone else who's listening expand yours. Um, Because this music is quite entertaining, and it's quite (laughs) um, inspiring and different by all means. So um, take a listen and let him and I know what you guys think. <laughs> yes, please do. Thank yeah, you. The more the merrier for all the the feedback, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, hey. you try to enjoy the rest of your evening, okay? You too. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Bye. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> If you like the intro music, you can hear more and get your own custom beats by contacting me on Instagram at Music by Symphony. That's M-U-Z-I-K-B-Y-S-Y-M-P-H-O-N-Y. Once again, that's M-U-Z-I-K-B-Y-S-Y-M-P-H-O-N-Y.
S-Y-M-P-H-O-N-Y. Welcome, everyone, to Free Reverie with your one and only host, Jujubee. And if you didn't know, that's me. Make sure to get all the latest podcast updates through the social media and the links below in the description box. I hope you all enjoy. Make sure to give a thumbs up, a like, a love, whatever you guys want to do. Just make sure you listen. Enjoy, guys.